Welcome to Genius Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how to overcome everything as a leader. I'm your host, Anna Liebel, a mind shifter, helping male leaders in tech get out of the firefighting mode, become the proactive leaders they want to be, and enjoy the ride as they go. Join me every week for honest, insightful conversations with corporate, entrepreneurial, and academic leaders. We discuss their roller coaster ride of leading from their zone of genius and when they don't. If you find this show valuable, please subscribe and share it so that more of us can live a healthier and happier life. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, genius leaders. I know I've already said Happy New Year in the previous episode, but now I am recording in January 2024, so I want to say it from real time <laughs> from this side of the New Year's Eve. So, Happy New Year. I hope you had a good holiday time. You have used it to reflect, to reconnect with yourself and your dear ones, to recharge, to reflect, maybe plan a bit, and so on. And uh, today I want to talk a bit about, about my planning or the theme for my year. Usually I try to choose a word for a year. This year I didn't. I chose two phrases that I put together and I want to talk about them because maybe they will inspire you to choose some words or a word for yourself. And um, I'll also shortly talk about the process, how I am reflecting in the end of the year. In case you haven't done that so far to summarize 2023 and to plan your 24, maybe that will help you to create a structure or to experiment and find the structure that will work for you. So let's start with the process actually, and then I'll go into the uh, theme of the year. My process is several steps. And the format of some of them changes sometimes, but the core structure is that I do a reflection with myself, with my husband, with a friend, and with a business buddy. So it's also a friend, but with, with whom we know each other from the business perspective. We have been in a mastermind together, and we usually help each other with the businesses. So usually it's two friends. Uh, this past year, it was one of them. So why so many <laughs> different? Because I want to make sure that I'm not missing any points. And I know myself, I have blind spots. I tend to forget some things, especially how hard some things have been. And that's why I have these different relationships involved in my summary process. So usually I try to summarize alone first. But this year it happened the other way around, that I actually had my husband engaged in the reflection first and then had a solo time and then a friend time and then actually again a short time with my husband and then the buddy uh, from the business side with my husband i have been i usually reflect on how has the year been and what do we want to take into the next year and why i said that we did two parts the first part was uh, we did a date still in iceland before we went to germany for christmas holidays and it was a longer discussion. It was more free-flowing. We just dif- covered different areas of our life, different events that have been in this year, what we are planning, what we already know about the coming year, and so on and so forth. And then why I said that we took a second occasion. While in Germany, we just took a couple of hours, two hours or so, went for a walk and sat down at a cafe for, with a coffee and wrote down some things. Since we were in a lagoon here in Iceland, we were not writing things down. And then we just summarized and, and set a bit more specific goals. So a good structure to follow with these discussions is 
the, to keep it simple, is what do we want to start doing, stop doing, and continue doing. So if you're struggling with a, what kind of questions to ask ourselves or stuff like that, you can take those three questions and then you can take different areas of your life. And th- those can be professional development or work, personal development, relationships, and relationships you can break into romantic relationship, friendships, family. So depending on, on how you want to see it, you either do it one or two or three categories. Then you take financial, uh, you take purpose, or what do you want to do to leave this uh, place, uh, this world a better place, hobbies and leisure. leisure. So those are the areas that I usually look at for myself. And uh, sometimes I combine some of them depending, depending on what feels best in this phase of life. So I'll also share a episode, an episode from Mel Robbins, where she shared the structure that she has been using with her husband for over 20 years. And with that, you can register your email and get a, I don't remember how many pages, lots of pages of a, a PDF where she guides you through the structure that they are using. And there, they're also looking into the year that has been and then the, the coming year. That one takes a bit of time in the beginning, especially, but uh, you don't have to stick to it to the T. You can just use the parts that feel interesting and motivating for you and energizing and that grow your curiosity. So check out the show notes for the link to the podcast episode where she's walking you through her reflection process and you can also download the reflection guide from her. I'll also share another one that I've never used but uh, found it recently. It's called Year Compass and it's again a guide that is a free download. You don't need to register anywhere and it has 20 pages of different um, prompts for reflection about the year and then going into the next year planning. So some of those overlap with Mel and what I'm talking about, some are different. So this is not to overwhelm you and to force you to do all of those. Instead, see it as a menu from which, or buffet from which you can choose what suits you, what uh, is interesting for you to look at. And as I said, it's good to do it with other people. So for me, my husband is a very important part of my life because he generally makes me a better person and he knows my weak parts and he can call me out when I, as I said, forget the tough parts, for example, of my journey and so on. So it's amazing to share this experience with him. And then a friend of mine, we're really covering more the well-being, the hobbies, the, the free time. And I try to do that before I go into the business goals so that I have handled my personal life with a reflection alone with my husband and with a friend. And then I bring it together. How does it fit with work and professional development? But again, There is no right or wrong here. It's just what suits you. Uh, I am sharing the process of mine. And for this personal reflection, I actually took two days off from the family vacation. So we were at my in-law family in Germany for two weeks. And before Christmas, I took two days and I went away, just rented an Airbnb in a black forest and took a lot of time for reflection with a journal uh, with a cup of tea, or uh, also went to the thermal bath. There it was just device free and uh, pen, a pen and paper free time just to think about the things I've just written down. Then I took some hike in the forest and the hills, explored the village in which I was, or maybe they called the town. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful time, and I 
I wrote like 18 or more pages <laughs> on uh, in my journals, two different journals. So that really gave me a lot of perspective, uh, reminded me of things, of my journey. I shifted my focus from profess- professional to personal because I realized how much resource that has taken this past year. And uh, that was beautiful to get this perspective for myself, to, uh, to be kinder to myself. Again, I'm doing reflection on a daily basis. We're discussing things with my husband on a weekly basis. So I have those check-ins, but lifting the gaze and looking at the holistic picture of a whole year of my whole life with all its areas is a very healthy and interesting practice for me. So that leads me to the word of the year. Why in generally general using this practice? I've learned it from one of the coaches I'm following, Lacey Seitz. She's a business coach, but she's also a, a trained psychotherapist and she worked as a psychotherapist before she went into coaching. So I like her approach. She's very pragmatic. And um, even though she coaches people in business, she looks at how do you build the business that is actually allowing you to live the life you want. And she suggests people to have this word of the year. And that becomes your focus. It becomes this North Star. If you have followed this show for a while, you know that I love choosing three value words for yourself, the magic three, as I call them, so that they become your overarching guiding star. And the focus through the word of the year is more more specific what you want to work on. So if the values is something generic and it could be a many-year journey, the word of the year is something that you want to work on more proactively right now. So I'll give you an example, the ironic example a bit of... Two years ago, I've chosen the word peaceful for myself, and that was about getting to the peace of mind. It was very tough still in the business. I was still figuring out how to serve clients in the way that I nurture myself. I don't hurt myself while helping others. I don't hurt my relationships at home and so on. So there was just a lot of um, inner struggle. And that's why I thought, okay, peaceful is what I, how I want to feel. And the irony is that usually the universe, God, whoever, whatever you believe in, challenges you a bit with uh, what you choose. So unfortunately, then the war started in Ukraine in full scale. So for me, this word took a very different meaning. And I'm not the only one who who shares that, that when you choose a word for yourself, you usually get some adversities where you're really tested whether this is your focus and whether you manage to remain that focus and work on it despite the external circumstances. So this was quite a journey for me then. And um, with that experience, I was I took my time to just let that question bubble in the background. So I, I didn't just sit there, Google different words or, you know, brainstorm and, and brain dump different words during my reflection time. I just wanted to let it Simmer, and that, that's usually how it comes to me. At some point, the words of Mel Robbins, whom I just mentioned earlier in the podcast, came to my mind: the concept of "let them." And I might do a separate episode about that a bit later this year, how it has affected me since I've been using it. But it has just resonated with me a lot. And let's let them is the concept of focusing on what you can influence. You know that I'm big on Stephen Covey's circle of influence. And this is just a beautiful mantra 
on how to remind myself of of that concept of circle of influence so that you focus on what you can influence you can affect what is within your control instead of trying to mold the external circumstances to fit you and i really like that let them i felt like i do want to focus on that it's not like i have been horrible on that recently but in some areas i mentioned earlier in the podcast about my annoyance with Icelandic drivers uh, when I'm biking or walking. I don't feel safe because drivers don't tend to look around for pedestrians and bikers, only for cars and those kind of things. And they are really triggering me. And I have been feeling that it takes a lot of my energy and it's okay to have this anger because it stems from not feeling safe. But I don't want to simmer in that anger too much, too often, too long. And that's why this let them concept really resonated with me. But then I felt like it's not enough. I don't want to just get energy from letting go of trying to control those external circumstances by reminding myself to let them. I wanted to do something with that energy and I wanted to weave that into my motto for the year. And for that, I chose the motto of another coach of mine or another teacher of mine, the yoga teacher, Lara Hyman. I'll link to her webpage. I'm finishing now the yoga teacher training with her and her teachers to become a certified yoga teacher because I believe in her approach, very functional anatomy focused approach to yoga. So it is a lot about the functional movement and how on the mat can we practice realignment and balance in our body that we can take into the healthy movements of the mat. So I'm I'm, I'm loving that and I've been following her and practicing with her for years. And one of the things that she says is stand tall. And that is about being aligned with our core. She's very heavy on the core work and the physical core, but also on the metaphorical core. So our core values, how can we stand for those? How can we practice walking our talk and so on and so forth? And that resonates with me as well. And I thought about it that actually mind shifting work is about core. So if Lara works more on the physical core and through that you realign with your metaphorical core i work the other way around usually (laughs) and i really love adding laura's teaching through the yoga practice into my practice of mind shifting to bring more physical body tools uh, to help my clients to realign to their core so i thought that really makes sense together let them and stand tall because for me on a personal level this year i do want to focus a lot on my posture i've learned so much During the yoga teacher training, I have gotten a much better awareness of where my misalignments are and my uh, unbalanced areas and how to work on them, how to notice them, how to help my body and how to help my brain actually to create that neural mapping and connections and firing. So I'm really excited to apply all this in my daily movement and uh, see what that leads to. But standing tall is also about, as I said, walking your talk standing firm with your beliefs and speaking up according to your values and things like that. And I want to bring more of that. Um, Quite often I shy away with my opinions online, for example, because I feel like they're not popular or who am I being so young, being a woman and so on and so forth. So I silence myself a bit too often, I think. So I want to experiment with this standing tall and see whether that will, as a motto, will help me be more honest, transparent, uh, more direct in a way that might be triggering for someone, but 
will release more positive energy for me. Instead of trying to contain my ideas, contain my opinions, sharing them and thinking with other people, maybe forming those opinions better um, through sharing them with others and having healthy discussions, but also hopefully helping some other people to normalize sharing the unpopular opinions or anything else. So this is the topic or the theme, the focus for me for 2024. Let them and stand tall. And I, I shared the process of thinking of how I got to them to hopefully inspire you to think, how do you want to show up for this year? What do you want to work on very actively, very mindfully and intentionally? And in which ways? So I have a lot of ways in which I will be working on letting them and standing tall. I'm practicing to let them <laughs> a lot. So whenever I have a tiniest judgment uh, or questioning of people, uh, just like in public when I observe some behavior, uh, instead of just my usual of going like, hmm, why would it be like this and so on, even not going into that, trying not to understand that person, I'm just thinking to myself, let them. I don't need to understand everyone around me. That also takes energy. That's a good thing to practice compassion, but I feel like I've been using that or practicing it a bit uh, too much and spending a bit too much energy on that when it doesn't help me. So being in public, observing some situation, and then starting to build a story around why they did it and so on and so forth, when the person is already out of my sight and will probably never come back to me minutes ago. So this is something I want to practice just to, again, manage my energy in a more constructive way that can be more impactful and in a positive way for me and people around me. So I hope this inspires you to look at your coming year. And talking about the inspiration, uh, also in the show notes, share two templates from Canva or Canva templates for vision board or dream board, however you want to call it. So I am using those to create my vision boards for the year. And there are two templates there, a landscape and a portrait uh, format. So the portrait one I use on my phone as the screen and the landscape one I use on my laptop as the desktop. So you don't have to be as public with that. You want, might want to create it and print it or just keep it somewhere, depending on how open you want to be about your dreams. But just going on internet or Pinterest in particular and collecting those pictures, photos that can represent the things that you want to focus on, things that you want to experience, how you want to feel in this year, uh, can be a really great process. And um, I smile when I look at my um, desktop or at my smartphone because it gives me energy to look at those things that I want for myself. And it helps me to make decisions that are more aligned with those things. And um, if you use those, you will see that you will have some placeholders for different texts. Uh, for example, the word of the year, uh, placeholders there, and then some other goals that you can want maybe you want to put in the words. So you will have a place for that in those templates. So use them. If you feel like doing it, please share it with me or publicly and tag me. I would love to see how you're using these tools for yourself to be more aligned in this coming year or this year that has already come. And lastly, I just want to mention that Genius Leadership Podcast is turning three years this Friday on the 12th of January. 
Holy moly, <laughs> three years. Uh, some person whom I connected with in November or December last year uh, said, whoa, you, you must be in top 1% of the podcast globally because uh, the vast majority of them don't survive. And I didn't think about that. I mean, I'm focusing on like downloads or stream numbers. And there I'm far from the top 1% because I know so many fantastic shows, shows that get millions of downloads monthly. And just thinking about that consistency has been one of the words, the word of the year for me in the previous years. And here I am three years into this, serving you as an audience and, and hopefully bringing you some value. I just want to pat myself on the shoulder for that. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being part of this community, for tuning in, listening, mostly silently, but sometimes some of you let me know that you're listening and that some particular topic resonated, some conversation with a guest really helped you in some way. I'm always so grateful for that feedback. So keep it coming. And to encourage you to keep it coming, until the end of January, share a podcast episode that resonated with you, that helped you, that reminded you of something important, that created a mind shift for you, and so on and so forth. Share it on LinkedIn or Facebook if that's your uh, main platform of sharing, uh, or Instagram, so whatever platform. Until the 31st of January, share the podcast episode and tag me, and you will enter a draw for a gift card, Amazon gift card for 100 euros. I just want to thank people <laughs> that way, uh, my audience, you uh, genius leaders, so I hope that you'll take part of this and um, I can uh, send this little uh, greeting and a thank you to one of you. So without further ado, let's keep rocking and rolling with this year and um, make the best out of it. I love you. I appreciate you. And I looking, I'm looking forward to this year with you and our guests. Talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Genius Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the subscribe button. Please rate, review, and share to help more people discover the show and become the better leaders. For more conversations about living in your zone of genius, connect with me on LinkedIn. Genius Leadership is an honors conversation about leading yourself and others, and it is my honor to be a guide in overcoming everything.